Warning! This podcast is different from other podcasts. These episodes contain dangerous choices, perilous tangents, and unwavering silliness. The choices made on this podcast may lead to success or disaster. But remember, you are responsible because you choose to listen. Good luck. Adventure, a podcast where three grown-ups try and beat a children's game. I'm Ian. I'm Chris. I am Mark. And today we are reading Choose Your Own Adventure number seven, Race Forever, by R.A. Montgomery, the founding father of the Choose Your Own Adventure series. Uh, one of the things I noticed when I was scanning this book is, in case you were unclear that he's the founding father, there's a whole section on the back titled History of Game Books. Mm-hmm. where he is very clear to mention his own contributions and definitely not Edward Packard's. Holy fuck. There sure is. Wow. On the same, yeah. in the same spread, on the same page. Yep. He compares Journey Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that, that's a Choose Your Adventure book. Never mind. Not 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Never mind. But Anyways. yeah, he's, he's juxtaposed from uh, Borges on the next page. It's like he traces the lineage of these books Straight from Borges to himself. And the whole Choose Your Own Adventure timeline is only R.A. Montgomery facts. It's like Edward Packard never existed. Yeah. So there, what I'm hearing is there is very much a jukebox musical about Packard v. Montgomery that we yeah. should just get around to writing. For sure. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if we did an episode that was just, we did an actual like deep dive investigation about the history of Packard Montgomery and their whole fallout, that would be a pretty interesting non-comedic episode, I feel like. Uh, I feel like if we're going to do that, we should do it soon, because Edward Packard is currently still alive, and that could change any day. Hmm. <laughs> hey, Mark, Mark, do you have your copy of this book, by I the way? I sure do. Uh, maybe be on, the, be on the quick with that, because there's a couple in here that are blurry. Fuck you. My scans aren't good enough now? Well, no, there's just one that's blurry, and one that's entirely flipped upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of... Scan color not being good enough. Let's play Race Forever. <laughs> and that will be cut probably. Yeah. <laughs> the more we talk about it, the harder it is to cut it. Isn't it, though? So, yeah, the, I feel like the, the, the art on this one is kind of perfunctory. Uh, we've got a couple of rally cars, mm-hmm. two giraffes fucking an elephant, and... Uh, two giraffes fucking an elephant. You heard it here. Sorry, two giraffes fucking period, an elephant, comma, yeah. and then we're driving into a cheetah. Yeah. We're driving so hard into that cheetah. I don't, I don't want to, listen, I don't want to be pedantic, but that's definitely a, a leopard. No, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. And, and chimps aren't monkeys, right? They aren't. You guys have to watch a nature show. I do not. I'll be goddamned before I watch a single minute of planet Earth. I choose my own nature shows, okay? I choose not to watch them. You guys bury your head in the sand all you want, but we pulled out of the Paris Accords. I don't even know what animal that's a reference yeah, to. Yeah, I'm not a fucking penguin, okay? Yeah, there won't <laughs> be any jaguars left either, so. Beware and warning. This book is different from other books. You and you alone are in charge of what happens in this story. You unexpectedly find yourself the lead driver of an international road rally in Nairobi, Kenya. You know, you know how that happened. Uh, uh-oh. Not again. How old are we? This is important to me. <laughs> Gosh. 
this is a big deal. The kind of opportunity for which you've been training your entire life. Of how many years? Yeah, still don't know. 7 to 14. Oh boy. Two races, one for speed and the other for skill, await you. Elves and dwarves. Yes, that's a funner version of that joke. Mm-hmm. You can choose your car, and you can choose your course, but you can't choose... Choose your friends. <laughs> you can't choose whom you're up against or what you'll encounter in the wilderness. Flash floods, guerrilla warriors... Enraged rhinos and busted axles will foil you at every turn in the road. Your axles will break every time you turn that steering wheel. <laughs> I mean, that's what I, that's what I learned from Oregon Trail. It's pretty much... You will not be winning this race. You got to bring a lot of extras. Mm-hmm. And remember, finishing the race does not always mean you've won. That's some R.A. Montgomery philosophical bullshit right it there. Really, it really mm-hmm. is. Page the first, and I love it. I'm glad. I'm excited for this. You've been almost too nervous to look out the plane window at the African countryside below. The smiling flight attendant leaning over to check your seatbelt jolts you back to reality. Oop, there goes gravity. (laughs) (laughs) We're approaching the airport in Nairobi now, she says, releasing her hold on your shirt collar. You look out the window. The gently rolling terrain is unlike the Arizona ranch country where you grew up. You remember the cable that brought you here in the year... 2019 yeah they really they really updated the hell out of this one (laughs) congratulations stop you have been selected to compete in a series of african road rallies designed to test both the skill of the drivers and the ruggedness of the cars stop you weren't sure you could handle a race like this but your dad poo-pooed that attitude your dad also just transferred a bunch of money to a nigerian prince so you'll be covered for money money your incontinent dad poo-poos every idea That's the wrong hole, Mark. What? Incontinence is pee, right? No. Uh, that's that's a uh, irritable bowel syndrome. Incontinence means lack of voluntary control over urination or oh. or defecation. Yes. Oh, damn! All right, <laughs> take that, Chris. Yeah, I know my poop holes. <laughs> Uh, next on the next page, we got a nice picture that it's someone's child drew for, uh, like a tent and some cars in front of it. It is a, it is a profoundly poor drawing. It's like, um, I mean, it's good for a child. It's very good for a child. We're going to get to the end of this book and it's going to be like illustrated by John Jefferson, who lost all of his arms and legs in World War II, you fucking prick. Yeah, we'll we'll just cut out that part where they tell us we're bad people. Mm. Yeah. We'll keep the part where we are bad people, though. That's the smart move. That is a smart move. Because we craft our image. We craft our image. That's not right. this fucking book. If you don't like uh, what people are saying, change the conversation. Dash Don Draper. Yeah. Uh, of course you can do it, your dad said. I taught you everything I know. <laughs> do you guys like my poop sound effect? Now bring, bring me the bucket. Yeah. Of course you can do it. B- bring me the bucket. It's your duty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he knows a lot. He and his brother were competition drivers, racing for the Italian Ferrari and Lancia teams during the heyday of the Le Mans, then Mie Melia, and the Nürburgring races. How many of those things are real? I don't know. Uh, well, at least two of them, because I know him from Top Gear, and I'm not sure what Mille Miglia is. Yeah, that's the one I don't know, but I assume it's a real one. I think it's a Lil Wayne song. Amelia, 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 Amelia. Miglia. It's a tough one to cram into Amelia Millie, but... Hey, they 
crammed it into what's my age again. So, you know, could be worse. I know you guys, I feel like, uh, you know how in space movies where you drift away from the space shuttle and you know, there's no hope of returning to it, no matter how hard people try because gravity, this is a metaphor, isn't it? This is a metaphor, isn't it? Yeah. It's how far I'm getting away from pop music. <laughs> like I, I don't, I know no matter how hard I try to keep up with it from here on out, I'll never. Like I'm just always going to constantly be drifting away from making meaning of it. I think that's right. I think you have to do that too. Yeah. I think it's right and proper. Yeah, like it's you're gonna you you're gonna get old. It would be weird if you were uh, still excited about the shit. It's gonna be ta- it's gonna be tangerine at my funeral, anyways. Like I've already picked it out. It's gonna be glycerine at my funeral. It's going to be Maybelline at my funeral. <laughs> Everyone just has great makeup products. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you could see over the steering wheel of a Jeep, your father began teaching you about cars and driving. The hours you spent in Jeeps out on the range and in fast cars on the track your dad laid out behind the barn have paid off. You wish your dad were here with you, but he couldn't come. So last minute business. <laughs> it's God the one it. bodily function he can't do at all times. Yeah. Some last-minute business forced him to cancel his plane reservation. I, it's just, I have to shit too much. It's bathroom business. Bathroom business. I, I'm going to be honest with you, Andrew. I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had a, oh, whoops. I don't care. 14-hour flight to watch you drive a car? Not happening, bud. Wait, he's the CEO, the chief, uh, hold on. Excrement Excre- excrement officer? Or excrement officer, yeah, that's it. At the competition headquarters, a large banner proclaiming the first African dual road race rally flaps slowly in a light breeze. (laughs) People standing in clumps around a long table are talking excitedly. They are the drivers and navigators, the mechanics, and the representatives of the companies sponsoring this race. The lovers, the dreamers in me. The blue collars, the everyman. Real dirt, dirt under the fingernail motherfuckers. (laughs) Hello, my name's Joe Dirt. Was that your Joe Dirt impression? No. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to remember Joe Dirt the movie now. Yeah, it's David Spade. Yep. Uh-huh. And He's got a great mullet. Fred Ward. It was David Spade, you know, after his other half died. So it was mm-hmm. bad David Spade. It was good David Spade. You know what my go-to is? Uh, Waterboy. I think if we're talking about sort of uh, fish out of water, uh, Southern comedies, Southern character comedies played by Northern actors. <laughs> Played by people from SNL, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I, when I want to see Northerners make fun of my culture. <laughs> you sign in at the competition desk. Welcome. Here's your copy of the rules and regulations. I'm Michel <laughs> race chairman. So just to be clear, is this your racist French accent? Yeah, it's my extremely racist French accent. Got that's it. Good. We, that's good. We've gone the other way. You're always yeah. allowed to make fun of the French. I don't really know why society settled on that rule, but it seems to be a universal truth. Honestly, they've been nothing but helpful every time we've needed them. And we love, and we love their food and we like to vacation there, but, but it is always encouraged to make fun of them. Mm-hmm. It's considered a faux pas not to. Sorry, a folks pass. Well, <laughs> Chris, how oh. dare you? It's considered a deja vu not to. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's considered a menage a trois. It's considered a French fries. Sacre bleu. <laughs> uh, he smiles at you, shakes your hand, and gives you a large bright blue folder that says race kit on the cover. Oh, no. Does it have a card inside? <laughs> there are actually two races. One to speed over fast roads in race-prepared cars. In the other race, the rough road race, speed counts too. Yeah. 
But you will be driving off-road vehicles. In each race, you will choose your own course. Driving from designated... This is a lot more words than I thought I would have to say in this yeah, it's good. It's moving like molasses also, Chris. I really enjoy how uncomfortable it is. Uh, driving from designated checkpoint to checkpoint until you finish. You will not be racing head-to-head with other cars in either race. Instead, Lame. you will select cars to and be started at half-hour intervals in order to avoid head-to-head racing. Lame. The courses are too narrow and sometimes too crowded with animals and people for that. And people? Yeah. We're driving through busy cities. Every 30 minutes, someone drives through this schoolyard. Yeah. Killing Listen, a child. Uh, it's not my fault that the checkpoints are on either side of a shopping market. I'm not going to, what am I going to do? Drive around it like an asshole? No, no, no. You guys, you got, buddy, uh, look, uh, I, I'm going to drift this one. I'm going to drift this one. Guaranteed, I'm going to drift. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Well, there's always the next curve. That's the good thing about hitting people on a drift is that they don't do too much damage. Not like deer. Not like deer. So many bones in a deer. Uh, y- yes, thanks. I understand. You tell him. Lucas Black from uh, yes, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> this is exactly Tokyo Drift, the book, you guys. So I want to recap Chris's previous paragraph because I'm not sure how comprehensible it is if you're not reading along. Yeah, fair I enough. don't understand it. There were two races. Uh, one of them is... One of them is speed on fast roads, and the other one is a rough race through, like, wilderness and shit. Mm-hmm. You're not racing head-to-head against drivers. It's like everyone starts the race every 30 minutes, and I guess it's time trials. So we're choosing one of those two races. Also, we're going to end up doing both of those races. Yeah, it's yeah. a very unexciting race, all things considered. You will be paired with a navigator slash co-driver chosen by lot, but that will come in a moment. Now you must choose which race you would like to start with. Aleutian Islanders. That's my joke. Okay. What, what was the setup to the joke? Uh, which race I would like to take part in. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. I'm sticking with elves. Do we feel fast or hard? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, so, uh, do we want to do the speed race or the rough road race? Uh, what would our dad do? What would our dad do? Well, well, he'd be, he'd... well, he certainly wouldn't be hard. Yeah. He'd probably do fast because he can't be in the seat for more than 10 minutes without needing to take yeah. care of business. And if you're on the road, then you can stop at like a Wendy's or a Dunkin' Donuts and take a shit. Right. Hey, that's as good enough an, uh, a justification as any. Let's turn to page six. Oh, so these cars are a Ford and an Audi? Yeah, we're gonna, if we're in that Audi, we're going to lose for sure. No, that's a, that's a Subaru. That's uh, one of those... Uh... Look at the badge on the front. That's, that's the four rings. It's either an Audi or a no, Sonic yeah, the Hedgehog no, card. Yeah, that, one, that one's an Audi. The other one is a Subaru, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I can see that. Uh, the speed race is a difficult event. It is not like the Indianapolis 500. Hold on. What are those two sentences doing next to each other? Sure. Also, I disagree. I feel like as far as other things to contrib- compare it to in the world, it's a lot more like the Indianapolis 500 than, say, <laughs> giving birth or a war or water or yeah. most of the other things on the planet. But okay. Also, listen, if their goal in re-releasing these books, okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to it because fuck, fuck this money grab uh, uh, bullshit. Yeah. It hasn't been called Zaire since 1997. There's no way that this is an updated. F- fuck Ari Montgomery. Choose Co. You will start in Nairobi and travel through Kenya. You will be out on the roads at least one night during this race and possibly two nights, depending on what happens. Yeah. If you get invited to any cool parties. <laughs> yeah. You eye some of your competitors. The German team is dressed in dark blue coveralls with their names in gold lettering over the breast pocket. 
The team from Zaire is dressed in tan jumpsuits. Though they are smiling, they look every bit as serious as the Germans. Because they've experienced the miracle of time travel and jumped nine years into the future. This book was published in 2006. This is either a lazy update or actually not an update. And instead they lost the copyright on the artwork and had to re-release with new artwork. Or third option uh, was updated by Zaire Supremacists. <laughs> uh, revanchists? Is that, is that right? Yeah, like, a revi- like a revisionist Zaire historian. Zaire uh, fundamentalists. Sure. Make make Zaire great again. There it is. <laughs> Maziga. <laughs> Maziga. You can choose between a race-prepared Subaru WRX or a race-prepared Audi TT. It's up to you. I like Audi TT because it's funny. Like, Audi sounds like a belly button and TT kind of sounds like urine. Sure, TT's <laughs> a funny word, but... They use those Subarus for rally races and those are off-road. So I would think that's probably the one you should have picked for off-road. I'm outvoted. I'm a, but you know, hey, uh, you know what? If you guys want to drive the Audi TT, far be it from me to. Uh, I'll drive the Audi TT. Let's get in that audit. TT TT. You check the car out thoroughly while the mechanics are reinforcing the battery. Hold down and. This is a this is a blurry page. <laughs> yeah, I uh, apologize, but also I think you're saying all the words right. Okay, yeah, I just don't know what cars is. While the mechanics are reinforcing the battery, hold down and doing some other yeah. Battery hold down. It's like, it's a thing that holds down a battery. It sounds like they were giving us like cheat code instructions, right? While the mechanics are reinforcing the battery, hold down for six seconds and press (laughs) AABB. I was was on board for reinforcing the battery. I was like, okay, sure. I I guess that. No, that doesn't make sense either. Like, like what? Give it more juice? Give it more battery juice? Well, I mean, you're about to be driving through like, uh, you know, tigers and shit. So like, just really tie that bad boy into the engine, you know? See, and I was thinking like just daisy chain ten or twelve of them together, get all the get all the extra power. That also works. Divert yeah. more power to the battery shields. <laughs> all, ba- all all battery power to the thrusters. Well, well, uh, the, power, the power comes from the battery, though, right? Yeah, all the power does. Yeah, yeah. The only place to divert power is from the battery. <laughs> just to be clear, Captain, did you mean uh, all power? Because all of our power is battery based. I'm just I don't want to switch the power before we're you know I I don't want to fuck that up. Uh... You can plug a starship into the wall. You know, if you plug a phone into itself, it'll charge itself. That sounds real. One of those new phones, like, you can put a phone on t- another thing on top of it, and it'll, it, it itself is a wireless charger. Yeah, can we talk about that commercial for a second? <laughs> like, some stranger comes up to another stranger in a bar and is like, hey, I forgot to charge my phone because I'm a fucking adult in fucking America, and I just didn't do it all day. Uh-oh, can I get, can I wheeze some of your juice? And they're like, uh, yeah, sure, go ahead, put it on top of my phone. Have your phone fucking vampire the lifeblood out of my phone. What do I need it for? The responsible American. On another level, uh, hey, let me, uh, let me just cover your phone so you can't use it, is a really bold intro at a bar, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know how people do bars. I would be on my phone the whole time, probably. <laughs> and mostly just drink with my friends that i've also gone to the bar with so yeah Mm -hmm. if i interacted with another person and they were like hey let me put my phone on top of yours i'd probably be like i have to go time to find a new bar yeah so is it there's a phone on the market that can be charged by touching phones or is it there is a phone on the market that can charge any phone that comes in contact with it I think you have to have one of those uh, wireless charging kits on your phone, but I think the phone itself has like, a, it gives, it radiates an aura that I'm sure is great for your balls. 
I do think it would be cool to just go around uh, recreating commercials and see what people, how they respond to that. Just do yeah. the things that are in commercials. Oh, that'd be a good idea for like a prank channel on YouTube. It'd be a good, you know, maybe 10 minutes worth of content. All the ones with the, all the old cookie crisp ones with the criminal dog are going to be very confusing. <laughs> you discuss strategies with your navigator slash co-driver, Jan. Hey. Uh, German, probably. The Audi's advantage is speed. We should make time while we can, Jan says. Oh no, he's a cave of time worshiper. Uh oh. How do you make time? Oh fuck! You're one of those. Uh, You feel that Jan is right. While you'd rather not push it at first, you want to get acquainted with the car and Jan, you decide to go (laughs) along with Jan's suggestion. It turns out, however, that you really have no choice. You have to go all out. That's the best sentence of this whole book. <laughs> you have to go all out. According to the schedule that you were given when you checked in, you were supposed to start at 3 p.m. The race officials have aired, though, and officially started their clocks at 2.30 p.m. And that's our fault? The yeah. starters are adamant and refuse to restart you. We are officials. We are right, they say. <laughs> I am the law. Typical... Uh, R.A. Montgomery libertarian bullshit. <laughs> we know best because we are in charge. Once started, though, you fly down the road trying to make up time. The Audi really feels good to you, hugging the curves and stepping right out when you press down on the accelerator. Nice. Mm. Vroom, vroom. Let's get that. Now we got a car boner. Feels so good. Oh, supple leather seats. Becoming a supple leather. Mm. That was a joke for exactly one person. Hi, Ben. Towards sunset, you flick on your lights. Suddenly, you hear a crackling sound and smell burned insulation. Investigation under the hood shows extensive damage to the electrical system. What happened? You ask Jan, who has almost vanished into the engine compartment. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, it eats people. Yeah. The car, it eats people. There's a, there's a black hole under the hood. Jan got too close to it, and that's also where our electrical equipment went. Whoopsie-daisy. Now it's getting dark. You need to make up time, but driving at night without adequate light is dangerous and rhymes. You could stop for a few hours until the moon comes up and use its light. If you go on, you won't be able to make great time, but at least you'll get farther than you are now. Either we wait for the moon to come up Mm -hmm. to illuminate our path, Mm -hmm. or we go out now with only half of our headlights. Can we light Jan on fire? And use him like a human torch from the Fantastic Four. Yeah, just strap him to the hood like in Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, fi- I figure let's wait until the moon comes up. Right? That's such bullshit. Okay, then it's two to one. <laughs> Turn to page eight. All right, here we go. Driving at night without full headlights is hard. Your eyes are good, though, and Jan helps concentrate on the dim shapes in front of you, giving warnings when necessary. He's constantly yelling. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Please just stop and wait for the moon. Yeah, watch out. You can't see at all. This is dangerous. <laughs> it's not worth our lives. Duly noted, unnoted, and we're moving on. Okay. Correction, Jan. It's not worth my life. If you're going to criticize, say something constructive, like left. <laughs> I, but I can't see anything. Yeah, why is Jan helping at all? Like, seeing should be a, a one-person job, right? Yeah, that, that belongs. Like, navigator doesn't mean, like, <laughs> they're like a, he's not your mini-map. Yeah, it's not right? like the, the driver, like, blindfolds, and it's a game where the navigator has to call out the instructions. Yeah, well, you know, drive, uh, it does come from the Greek that means uh, only the gas pedal. Uh, so the, his only job really is Really? There gas. were Greek words for gas pedal? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ancient Greek. Um, yes, in the uh, it's the Jason and the Argonaut story. I I don't know anything about music. You guys make your your music jokes, and I feel like I have to have my Greek uh, mythology dramatization jokes. I feel like I don't know anything about music. Chris, have you listened to the new Taylor Swift yet? No, I have not. All oh, right. See the funny the funny answer is yes, and then I look like the asshole. Yeah. I haven't listened to the old Taylor Swift. You know what? I'll go to the mat for 1989. That's a, that's a very listenable album. Shake It Off is in my workout playlist, and I'm told that, that the rest of the songs in that album are not like that song. Uh, one fun game that I like to do is sing Ooh, Look What You Made Me Do whenever my cat sits on my cra- uh, computer desk while I scratch his chest as violently as possible. That's a weird, weird game. And he'll put up with it for like um, 30 seconds, and then he will bite my hand as hard as he can. And he's objecting to the physical touch or to the Taylor Swift song. I think the Taylor Swift. Swift. Lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's not a huge T-Swift fan. Does he like Right Said Fred? Ooh. <laughs> Name one other song. Why? But there was the one song was the reference. But he's not taking off any clothes. He's a cat. But it's to the tune of the... You don't know the Taylor Swift song. You can't be on this joke. Wait a second. Is the Taylor Swift song like the Right Said Fred song? The driving yeah. takes so much attention that it tires you rapidly. <laughs> In the darkness, a fork in the road looms. It'll probably pop your tie if you're not careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the this right the... fork seems to continue through the valley. The wrong fork will kill you. <laughs> One stuff. fork always tells the truth. <laughs> Which way should you go? The hills are harder to drive, but the map shows that route to be shorter. The valley road is longer, but it will be easier to drive once the moon comes up. The decision is yours. Did we bring our sword? Because I don't want to encounter yeah. a bunch of Highlanders without a sword. No, no. Yeah, we got our sword. Okay. That's part of our kit. Yeah, our five medipacks and our sword. Five <laughs> medipacks, sword, snake robot. We got it all. We're good. I think we should go through the flatlands. Yeah. Because that's what that's what our car is for, is for going fast and not going through hills and going like technical. 100% uh, agree. I'm an expert yeah. on Audis and Subaru. I'm not. I'm just, that's the car we picked was the fast car. I don't remember that. I have no memory of this at all. Page 29. You swing the reel to the right and keep driving through the valley. Jan's head has broken the window. <laughs> he was not strapped in properly to the five-point head and neck support. Switching seats with Jan after an hour, you gaze at the <laughs> moonlight on the grass and the umbrella trees outside the side windows before you close your tired eyes. And wake up Jan. Yeah. Wait, who's driving this boat? <laughs> Jan wakes you up from a dream about sleeping in a soft bed. Jan apologizes for waking you and says you've only been asleep for about 20 minutes. Uh, we're lost, I think. Says the navigator. Yeah. Fucking Jan. Look at those mountains. They shouldn't be there. <laughs> Jan's right. Those mountains shouldn't be there if you are where you think you are. What should you do now? Go back to look for the missed turn or keep going the way you're headed? This is a weird adventure because all of the dangers we've encountered are just being not good at seeing things in the dark. Yeah, it's it's like trying to get somewhere with your dad for the first time without <laughs> MapQuest directions. Yeah. I think we should, I, my vote is to commit, is to double down and just fucking, because the world is round and eventually we'll come somewhere. And then we'll arrive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? What the hell? Um, I'm also voting for just fuck it. Let's slam on the accelerator. Fuck yeah. it. Let's do it. 45. We've gone this far, you tell Jan. So let's keep going where we're headed. Have we been Southern the whole time? Yeah. Yeah. We were, we're, the, we're the guy from Tokyo. Okay. Drift. Okay. 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 Might be. Yeah. It's the. 
No, it's not the best Fast and Furious movie, but it's my favorite Fast and Furious movie. It's the most. It's the most uh, insane, I think. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Like the fact that it exists, the fact that Lil Bow Wow is a known street racer in Tokyo is that it's just and then full it, of excess. It, sh- it shifted the like the canon for the entire series. Yeah. But then uh, they're just like, man, everybody likes Han. Well, fuck. I guess we can't go into the future until seven movies later. Yeah. Five minutes later, you regret your words. The mountains loom even closer and look even stranger. They're covered in flesh, pulsating, screaming flesh. <laughs> the mountains seem to open a, a vast and bottomless maw filled well, with teeth. One of the mountains has your face on it. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Young shouts. Those aren't mountains. They're giant fucking giants. They're fucking flesh no, giants. No, no, The real thing is even dumber. Yeah, and it vindicates <laughs> my stupid decision to just keep racing into the darkness. Oh, my God. Uh, they're clouds. The moonlight just makes them look like mountains. Worst navigator ever. He's a terrible navigator. Can't even navigate his way through basic, like, uh, atmospheric phenomena. He can't even navigate his way through, is this the sky or not the sky? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Your, your, your confidence in Jan as a navigator is shaken to the very core. You, want, you think you might be lost when you look down and there are thousands of feet between you and the ground. Your heart yeah. begins to race as you realize that you closed your eyes while this man drove a car. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder for a split second if you are already dead. The sun rising over the plains shows that Jan is right. In his own way. The moon was out for 25 minutes. I don't think Jan can read the numbers on the clock. He's just bluffing. Yeah. He's, he says it with confidence. He's like, I've heard people say 20 minutes before. It's a, it's a believable amount of time. He was just walking down the street, you know, drooling into his own pants. And then <laughs> yes. someone was like, are you here for the race? And he was like, yes, I'm here for the race. What do you need me to do? I, I can, I'm, I'm a fast runner. He misinter- <laughs> right? He's like, I'm not very smart, but I sure am quick on my feet. Like, uh-oh, it's not that kind of race, Jan. <laughs> I can't use my hands good, but I like Johnny Quest. Uh, the sun rising over the plains shows that Jan is right. You aren't lost after all. You press down the accelerator as the sun lights up the landscape. The Audi performs perfectly up the last leg. Your driving is superb, and you pull in at the finish to the cheering of the crowd. Congratulations! The end. But not really. Turn to page 70 to start the rough road race. So we, we banked it. Let's bank this. We have, we have won this the best. But, like, what happened to that race? It was basically just you drove at nighttime and it was dark. So, I guess, unsurprisingly, the way to win the fast race is to just drive as fast as you can at all times. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If the choice is, hey, do you want to slow down or go fast? Just always keep saying you want to go fast. Mm -hmm. So, in the rough road race, we should just always take the rough option, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Page 70. Let's get rough. (laughs) While you were waiting in line at the race committee table to go through the paperwork for the rough road race, you noticed the sign over the officials' heads. Be careful. Watch out for animals, bad roads, snakes, and fatigue. So, categorically, snakes, not animals, right? Snakes are not animals? Is that what we're saying by Mm -hmm. the sign? No, Mm -hmm. snakes are as intelligent as human beings and therefore not animals. Snakes Snakes are apes. Snakes are apes. Monkeys are orangutans. Ape Patrick. Guys, we got a whole other half of this book to get through. God damn it. Michael Replo motions you over to the table. You kind of hoped he'd be dead by now. <laughs> it's time to choose now. What will it be? You can, tr- you can drive a British Land Rover or a Japanese Nissan pickup. 
You don't take any time to chastise this stupid motherfucker for costing you a half hour? Like, I would take some moments to shout at this man. Our time is ticking down while we berate him. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Um, Mark, do you have any strong feelings? Uh, I drive a Nissan, and it's pretty reliable, but I'm yeah. uh, willing to negotiate. Okay, here's, well, here's, here's my point. I'm going to throw this little factoid out. Uh, yeah. I believe the Nissan pickup trucks are, in fact, the Time out. Did you say Nissan? Nissan? I also say Nissan. How, is, is that not how it's pronounced? Apparently, everyone I know is, uh, it thinks it's really weird that I say Nissan instead of Nissan. What the fuck? I would say Nissan, too. Amer- American people say Nissan? I don't... Uh, fucking people who want to make fun of me say Nissan. Because British people probably call it nissan anyways we don't have to make the whole episode about this but thank sure. you for having my back guys i feel really supported right now nissan nissan gang <laughs> oh yeah ride or die so we should do nissan right because uh-huh picture any third world country they always have light pickup trucks and they never seem to die true also picture the islamic state of the levant uh they use a lot of those bad boys you can put machine guns in the back of them <laughs> We gotta get a pickup truck. It's a rough I mean, road race. Machine guns are totally allowed. Look, uh-huh. if that if that thing can take you through the collapse of Iraq, it can definitely take you through a road race, right? This we are painting the weirdest wacky racers picture <laughs> where like we just it's, like have a fifty caliber and ruin Penelope pit stop. <laughs> it's it's Muttley and like seventy jihadists. <laughs> Doesn't have to be jihadists, Chris. It could be anybody that has a truck and a machine gun. <laughs> It's mostly jihadists. Uh-huh. You choose the Nissan, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's oh, a yeah. beauty. Red paint with gray trim. Trim. Sorry. Race prepared. It has heavy grills over the headlights, extra wheels, jerry cans of gas, a pickaxe, shovels, and a regular axe strapped in the bed. Wow. You can do okay. a lot of killing, but not from a distance. Why does it have extra wheels? And does anybody else read that as like it having more than two axles? Why does it have extra axes? Yeah. It wants to have a backup axe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The whole vehicle smells of polish and motor oil. Or Polish, because this is the race forever. That's right. It's race prepared. It's prepared for the Polish. Uh, the j- jerry can of gas is a, uh, is a burrito at most. Uh. <laughs> While yeah. you are looking over the Nissan, a tall African man appears seemingly out of nowhere. He sounds like an American. <laughs> Hello. Oh, yeah, it says that. You're holding a stick with my name on it, Yes. I have a stick with the name Amos on it. You Amos? You famous? <laughs> a- Amos Carpenter, he says. <laughs> Amos Tutuola Sindai. A most friendly gentleman. I was named for the Nigerian novelist. He sticks out his hand. The Nigerian novelist. Very glad to meet you. Finally, your start time arrives, and you're off. Ari Montgomery just felt bad and had to throw an African person into this book that takes place in Africa, I guess. Yeah, check that one off. We got through that paragraph. Moving on. That's literally the first person from Africa we've met in this book. Oh, good point. I mean, you made that one guy French for unclear reasons. His name was like Michael Rouchplau or whatever. Hey, look, Africa was colonized by a lot of European countries, all right? Yeah. Mm. Better chance of them speaking French than anything else. It's true, it is the lingua franca, funnily enough. Is lingua franca Latin? I believe so. So isn't Latin the lingua franca? No, because nobody speaks Latin. Boom! Meta! It's it's the Fernet Branca. (laughs) It's the Chun-Li Blanca. God, we're never... (laughs) Yeah, we're going nowhere. We're never going to get through the second race. (laughs) It really is race forever. (laughs) It's not a long race, we're just really slow at doing it. 
The Nissan runs wonderfully. Once you're free of the hubbub of the start, your first choice becomes clear. The route through the hill country is well-defined, but extremely rough. Also, maybe it's clouds. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely clouds. Uh, it is much shorter than the easier valley route, except that it's poorly marked and has many river crossings that could be difficult. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Gotta go. Yeah, rough ride. Gotta go fast. Rough riders. Rough riders. We got this. The Nissan is easy to handle, and you and Amos are pleased at your overall progress. The sun is hot, but you two have been so involved in the race that you hardly notice it. Mm -hmm. You're making out. My friend, he says with an American accent, <laughs> there is a time checkpoint ahead. The rules call for a mandatory one-hour stop. We can use it. This should be a choice. Yeah. Rules are always a choice. <laughs> Do you follow the rules or say fuck it and just disqualify yourself? <laughs> you run off with Amos and live happily ever after. You join up with a group of fun fellows who want to mount a machine gun in the back of your truck. <laughs> and you're already so good at driving this truck. A few minutes later, you come to a group of huts used by the Maasai each spring. Several Jeeps and Rovers are parked under shade trees. You check in and chat with the race officials. They're non-committal about your overall progress in the race. You have two axes. Why are you not using them on the other car's tires? Right? Yeah. Sabotage. Another French word. Listen, y'all, it's a race forever. I can't stand it. I know you've planned it. I'm going to set it straight. Coordinate. Is it coordinate? I don't know. I always think so. Stop, coordinate, and listen. Uh-huh. <laughs> you walk over to a green and blue Land Rover parked in the sun away from the other vehicles. Two men are sitting in it listening to a news broadcast. Welcome, friend. Come aboard. How about a beer? <laughs> the smiling Hello. speaker is large, ruddy-faced, and in his 50s, he smells of beer. Yeah. His companion is a wiry, dark-skinned man who does not smile. Ah, uh, This guy's name is Ian. Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh. There's not a lot of characters named Ian, but I'm glad he's a drunk. Ian, Australian for bear. <laughs> uh, several minutes pass. The ruddy-faced man, whose name is Ian, begins to speak in a low tone, apparently to no one in particular. So, on brand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Roasted. I don't get it. Oh, because I talk to no one in particular? Yeah, in yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you do have a habit of telling jokes that you know no one will appreciate. So Yeah, they're just, they're just for me. Yeah. yeah, I do. You're right. They say somebody whose kneecaps are broken never walks or drives again. Ian turns to you. Is that a threat? I don't know. Well, <clears throat> got a deal you can't refuse, friend. Easy. No trouble. Nice money. Right up your alley. You don't mm. fucking know me, dick. It's like this. My friend Uzi here and I, we have a bit of an investment in this race. Our car is a sure winner. I mean, a sure winner. Get my drift? Get my Tokyo drift? <laughs> you feel very uneasy. You don't like this burly man named Ian or his silent friend or Tokyo Drift, which was actually a different movie entirely that they kind of shoehorned into the Fast and Furious series. Kind of like they just redub animes and they bring them to America. You know, I used to be really Mr. Subs. Like, I, I was just like, I'm not going to listen to a dub. But I, I don't care anymore. I'll watch a dub. I have very strong opinions, and they're always, whichever one I encountered first is the right way to appreciate the show. <laughs> right up, friend. Right up front. Oh, nope, this is the other guy. This is the other guy. You know that right Australian up. saying, right up, friend? Right up, friend. <laughs> right it's up, a, friend. He's propositioning you. Well, that's Australian for let's slam back seven fosters and take four shots. Uh, it's a Tuesday. 
and then drive a road race. We can't neglect the fact that these men are supposed to be in control of a car. Hey, they've got a whole hour to sober up. Oh, that's true. Yeah, a whole hour. They'll be fine. Right up front, friend. That's old Ian for you. We would like to donate 5,000 pounds. That's around $10,000 in U.S. money as a consolation to you guys for not winning this race. Hmm. Well, you know, if they had really updated the book, it would only get us about $6,100. What now? You are being offered a bribe to throw the race. Also, Brexit's coming up, so (laughs) what should you do? I mean, we definitely turn him down, right? Yeah, we turn him... Turn him down and fucking spit in his face and ask him if he wants to rumble. You refuse the bribe, turn to page 101. If refuse you, the bribe, play rough. The bribe. Accept yeah. the bribe, get back into your car and drive your car into Ian's car, pinning him between your two cars, and then say, who's got knees now, you stupid fuck, while you beat him to death. His last words were swing for the fences, and then when the aliens come, you remember that he said swing for the fences, so that's how you know to hit him with a baseball bat. That's their weakness. Hitting the aliens with a baseball bat. Right up, friend. He gurgles as his eyeball rolls down his chest. (laughs) (laughs) You collect his teeth and put them in a pouch. They'll bring you good luck. Are we still doing science? Feels like we're not. No, we're just yeah. doing weird murder fan fiction. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> if you wondered what the, the D&D campaign I ran with Ian sounded like. It followed a, a pretty honest story path, made a lot of sense, followed the rules. The arc of the universe trends towards justice. The arc of uh, an Ian, a D&D campaign with me and Ian trends towards Cronenberg movies. Yeah, I drank a lot of soup that was made out of a dead dog. I remember that. That's not the first time you brought that up. Yeah. So, yeah, we're definitely refusing the bribe, right? And then we're going to drive the car into this fuck. Yeah. Refuse the bribe. Kill the man. Uh, Sorry, can't help you out, you say. This is just the plot of Tokyo Drift. (laughs) Just at that moment, a race official approaches you. He has a serious look on his face. Should you tell the official about the bribe attempt? Will you get into trouble? Will your position in the race be jeopardized? If you decide to snitch like a piece of shit... Turn to page 111. Snitches get stitches. Yeah. If you remain quiet, turn to 120. Stop snitching. Yeah, no. I say we remain quiet, and if he starts shit, we'd run this motherfucker off the goddamn road. Yeah, we can't snitch, because, like, we don't have any more credibility than this guy does, and he can just be like, no, I didn't say that, and then we look like assholes. Also, like, do you really want to win the race by disqualifying people for trying to win harder than you? Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. 120. I look forward to our corpses lying in a ditch. The official looks the three of you over carefully, then speaks in a British accent. Thanks, Book. (laughs) Everything all right here? He pauses, waiting for your response. Everything's fine, just talking about the weather broadcast. The race official does not believe you. These men are notorious gamblers. They've been followed for several years by Interpol, the international police network. Oh, that Interpol. To, by Interpol, a band. Uh, The official radios to headquarters that you are to be barred from the race. There is nothing you can do. Your race is over. Why did they let these guys in the race if they weren't going to let them win? And it's illegal to talk to them. Yeah. You would think that checking with Interpol would be like the step one for can this guy do a race? Or really step one for should we put a random person in a car with this person and have them drive into the African brush? So we were really close to winning and I think we would have won. Because all we had to be like, they would be like, no, you're in trouble. And they'd be like, well, actually, they were, trying to bri- they were trying to bribe us. No, it's not true, because we never would have won, because we'd never fucking snitch. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I'd do a nickel. I'd do a nickel for these two guys. I don't even know these dudes. I'd do a fucking nickel. What the fuck does this mean? 
Uh, it's, I think it means where you go to jail for five years. Oh, okay. I, I feel like that's a decent stopping point, right? We got a... Yeah. Yeah, we won both of the well, races. Well, we didn't... We won one of the races. With a little bit of creative editing. Wait, wait, let's <laughs> do this. Guys, we should snitch, right? Because, like, snitching's the obvious right choice. Let's just go to that one. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Law for and good order people. is the way to go. Cool, cool. I'll edit that mm-hmm. in post. I think that fits with everything else we've done. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> like us. Yeah, we follow the rules and to take choices that make sense. Anytime I hear the phrase stop snitching, I stop, stand up, take my Bible with me, turn around, and leave the room. Being honest is the roughest policy. Yeah, if being rough is cool, you guys know what's super rough? Telling an adult when your tummy hurts. Regulators, mount up and tell the police the (laughs) truth. Regulators, mount up. Your dad can't control what he poops. He needs your help. (laughs) Race Forever. Race Forever. That was... That was not a bad book. That was a fine no, book. No, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. I don't think it was like a good book, but it was, uh, it was fun enough to read. I think it had a lot of choices. They came Fast and Furious, and it was also very reminiscent of the Fast and Furious films. There you go. What more do you want? That about does it for uh, Booze Your Own Adventure for this week, Race Forever. Uh, fun fact, if you go back to the uh, predetermined loop point that we put into this podcast and listen to it on repeat, you can just race forever. Yeah. Mark, can we build that? Can we make that be a thing where it's like it picks up at like minute eight and it plays to like minute 40 and then it goes back to minute eight? I don't think you can like embed looping instructions in MP3 files, but you can just loop them and have eight hour long podcast episodes. What if we just release this episode for the next two years? (laughs) The same episode every two weeks. That would would drop the editing burden, burden a lot. And the content creation burden. Yeah, if, if this ends up being like a B-minus episode, I feel like that's how we should go out. If we're ever just like, you know what? Yeah. We've, we've gave it a good run. Let's close this mm-hmm. podcast out. We just release Race Forever every single week for seven years, which I feel like is long enough for that joke. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. We're choosing our own adventures. Hell yeah. Until next time, I'm Ian. I'm Chris. I'm Mark. And remember, always choose responsibly. My dingus is a registered weapon in the city of New York.